I can tell she eats. I can tell. <laughs> Every time I'm in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. <laughs> Eating all the hog dogs. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Well, ladies and gentlemen, back after a week off. Uh, I know I don't know about you guys, but I feel refreshed. I'm ready to get into the shit. I missed y'all this week. It's your boy CEO Hayes, and if I'm here, then you know my people are here as well. Miss Mary Almonte, what's going on? What up? What up? <laughs> Mister Baylor the Great. <laughs> I miss y'all too. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> How was everyone's Thanksgiving? Did Did anyone have any crazy? I got a fa- a crazy family story that I'll share in a minute. But any, any craziness with the family? Anything over the weekend? No. Uh, nothing, nothing odd, no. So I had an uncle who was uh, locked up for 16 years. This was his first, like, he literally got out of jail, like, three weeks ago. And this was, like, his first time, like, being around people, a big group of people and shit. And, like, my kids were making noises, and something hit the ground real loud, and he dropped to the floor. She was the most <laughs> hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life. That's that PTSD. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was it was wild. But, you know, let me not make fun of his PTSD. It is what it is. Uh, we got some topics this week to get to before we get to the end where we get our best our best of the decades. But to start off, the king of petty himself, or maybe not, depending on what your perspective is on it. Amari announces a Millennium Tour for 2020 without B2K. Bow Wow's on it. Uh, I can't remember everyone. I think even Sammy's on it. Like, yeah, like, Sammy on there. Sammy's yeah. on it. Uh, Lloyd's twins, on there too. Yeah, Lloyd. The Yin Yang yeah. Twins, right? Yeah, Yin Yang Twins are on there. Like it, yeah. it honestly looks like it's gonna be a pretty dope tour. But of course, B2K is not on on here with everything going on with him and Fizz. J Bug actually hit uh Instagram and was like, Fizzle Pop messed it all up. This is just hilarious. What did you guys think about this? What I heard, uh, Book was a part of it though. But on oh, the, is he? But but behind the scenes though. So I already okay. he is getting okay. like some some type of tour money. Uh, the only one that's missing out is the one who's quote unquote unbothered. <laughs> oh man, that makes sense. Mary, are you going to this tour? And what do you think about Fizz being left off? Um, I'm not going, but I do feel like good for him because he was trice and April Jones or whatever the hell her name is too. <laughs> so I mean, look, we don't know their business. We don't know the ins and outs of it, but it's a very bad look. From mm-hmm. what we do know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So the best revenge is really to get at someone's pocket so yeah this was a good no wonder he was unbothered he knew he had some shit up his sleeve <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah um it, it i enjoy seeing it because i enjoy people seeing people like not have to be petty but get back in a professional way and this um, this spoke louder than anything he could have said in any vlad interview it, it, and he's still getting his money he's he, like they proved that this tour is a thing like they did it this year so the fact that he didn't let it stop his money, but still made sure he got the last say in. Hey, more power to him. This is this is a move that I I would can't even be jealous about. This shit right. is hilarious. Right, I agree. So hopefully, hopefully it turned out well because I don't think you know I don't think I'll be attending one. But um, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that I know said they they was up for it. Yeah, there's not too many concerts that I would like for sure attend. It depends on like what's going on. One that I will is Rhapsody announced her tour dates today, and that she'll be here February seventeenth. I'm there, bro. I I'm heard. there. It, she's she's here February seventeenth. I'm I'm gonna be there front row if I can afford it. 
Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I'm I'm with you with the uh it's not too many like I after I after I seen the locks, I was that was it for me. You know, MJ is gone. I, I think I still gotta get Anita Baker and probably Stevie Wonder. The ones that are left on my list, DMX, I've never got to see DMX live. Are you sure you want to see him now? <laughs> true, true. So, I mean, it depends on it depends on what venue he is and how much they're charging. Just so I can still say that I at least got to see him live. Um, and Stevie Wonder would be on my list too. And Janet Jackson, I never got to see Janet Jackson live. Mm, she got to call me on stage, hey. She got <laughs> to call your boy up. Oh man, Miss Mary, Mary, you probably how many people have you seen live? I'm sure your list is long as shit. I don't know about long as shit. So I don't know if you guys get this off of me, but it takes a lot to get me out of my house. Like, I'm like an extroverted introvert or whatever it is they say. Like, when I'm in the mix, then yeah, like I'm at social, whatever. But getting me out takes a lot. And getting me to spend my money, too. Like, wait a minute. I can dig that. Um, I mean, Beyonce has to be one of the best live performers I've seen. But, you know, Baylor... (laughs) Yeah. I see yeah. the side eye. Yeah, you know. Uh, um, Alicia Keys has been great. Uh, I mean, Wait, which I, which one? The old one or the vegan? I haven't seen her recently, so yeah, I guess the old one. I'm um, going to hell for that one, baby. That that's the cornbread. That, but she you know, has the... a new song out with Miguel. That's actually kind of dope. Have you heard that? Yeah, she does. Yeah. And it don't sound vegan anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a little keto-ish. <laughs> How we go from one end to the other end? Oh, <laughs> man. Hell no. Um, I, I mean, I've seen DMX perform in the good old days. I see. don't feel like he has that same energy now. <laughs> so that's why I was like, are you sure you still want to see that? Um, Obviously, there's no performance like a Wu performance. Yeah, I have gotten to see Wu live. My sister, yeah. I'll- of uh, out of doing her chores for like a week for her to get my tickets to go see Wu Tang live when I was younger. So yeah, you know what was disappointing for me, Riri. Mm, really? I was exp- yeah. It was like she kind of just stood there and sang, and she really isn't like she's her songs are catchy and entertaining, but not like for her to just stand and sing them. Mm, so right. that right. for me was kind of like, you know, you know who was really great, honestly, Bruno Mars. Oh, I mean, uh, I've I, heard I, things from him live. We, I shouldn't be alluding to. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going back to the bracket because <laughs> yeah, he's probably one of the. He's definitely my top five live. Okay. Like, we will get there. We will get there. I know. Sorry, I'm I'm jumping ahead. Hey, you know, surprisingly, who who's a good uh, live performer? He's just not like he's not on that level of stardom. Uncle Murder. That honestly okay. doesn't surprise me though. That doesn't Uncle surprise Mur- me. Yeah, Locks Locks had brought out Uncle Murder and Ray Kwan, and that shit was live, man. Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah. You know who else was really dope? Old Kanye. His oh, performances yeah. were amazing. I saw yeah. him a few times. Yeah. Yeah. When I- he really first put together good. And like it was him, Common, John Legend. Like it was dope. Like with the polo in the backpack. One of my favorites. Yeah. That was after Polo Kanye though. After Polo? After by the time he formed good, I think he left the polos alone. Do you still have a backpack? But he was still backpacking it. Yeah. yeah. With the little teddy bear shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That we got on a whole tangent there, but it's good content. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know we're passionate about it. Uh this next one though, uh L from Run the Jewel says that the the new album is basically done. He says it's about four, 40 minutes. 
not a minute wasted. What are you guys excited for a new Run the Jewels album? Hmm. Excited? No. What? Uh, interested? Yeah. Okay. Mary. I concur with Baylor's statement just now. I mean, I so I look to Kill a Mike for for commentary on things that are happening in the world. And you know what I mean? Like totally. Like I feel like I look to him as a, I don't know, a statesman, I guess right of the culture but i but the last few you know the things i've heard haven't exactly been as inspiring as their commentary if that makes sense he's probably the dopest activist that we got going yes and that's what we look forward to exactly but we know he got we know he could spit it's just that when he talks we listen (laughs) right it's better (laughs) it's like how about debate somebody right now (laughs) oh i would i would pay to see killer mike in a debate with somebody Right. Like a straight out like presidential type debate, he would eat somebody alive. Yeah, yeah. We, but... we need we we need maybe someone from the culture to run for president because <laughs> right now <laughs> Kamala Harris might have been the closest thing we had. Someone. I can't believe she dropped out. Like that's just wild. But I I don't know. I don't even know what to think. But yeah. yeah. Uh, but like for me run the jewels is probably one of the best hip-hop the if not the best hip-hop groups we have now like we don't have very many so i mean that list is short as it is we'll talk about griselda later on in this episode but um so i'm always excited like i feel like l more than his rapping ability his production with killer mike is always going to be a hit for me so i'm i'm really looking forward to it um and killer mike's just like you said he's he's been doing his thing for a minute now and i think he's one of the more underrated artists of this generation and so i get excited to hear music from him and i think like when run the jewels really first got up going and running and it felt like he was finally getting the notice he's been deserving for like a decade so Mm -hmm. i get excited when run the jewels drops a new project i agree with that all right let's move on to the next one so (laughs) this one i swear feminists don't come for me because i don't mean it negatively but So Lizzo and these half-naked pictures she's posting all the time. I get it. I get being free. I get all of that. But at some point, when does it become too much? Like, I personally feel feel like she's pushing for this positive body image thing to really cover up insecurity she has rather than it really be her comfortable. That's just my opinion. I may be looking too far into it. Mary, what do you think? I completely agree. And I would say this, honestly, even if she were not a plus-size woman. I I personally am like I find it when you're effortlessly sexy it means more you know like than when you're literally just putting it all out there like especially on social media where it's like we're not even seeing you in person and catching a vibe it's just literally like that there it is <laughs> like I don't know yeah. um so I think it's yeah it seems desperate and I don't think it's I think I really want to stress that it's not because she's plus size. It's because just in general, to me, anyone really posting naked pictures like that is just, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when we start seeing more cheeks than getting tracks, it's it's a problem in my opinion. But what do you what do you think, right. baby? Oh, no, we're not about to just go to me after you said more cheeks over tracks. Jeez. Lizzo, if you listening, that's a, that's a track name. Um, look, <laughs> so I mean, look, we, we, we live in this era where it's a borderline between uh, speaking your true self and clout chasing. So yeah. I think she's trying to balance between the two. Uh, she's dope. And we already know you're a BBW, baby. Um, you can hit, hit us here and there like like uh, Jill Scott. She plays around with him. Yeah. And we yeah. know we know yeah. her size, but she makes it so sexy, though. Yeah. And, and it's appealing. So Lizzo needs to take a chapter out of her book, you know? 
Mm-hmm. There you go. That's a, that's a good person for her to look up to. And yeah, I, I, Lizzo is beautiful. Like I, it's not about her the size of her body. It's just listen. I, I've seen too much. I've seen more of your. Never mind. I'm gonna stop it there. Um, <laughs> any anything left on Lizzo before we move on? No. All right. So the next topic that we have is No Name, who I think is one of the more underrated female artists who and who doesn't rely on sex at all for her image. But she says she's no longer going to dance on stage for white people. How well, she gonna how do that? Gonna make sure you don't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, hey, like, hey, what you gonna be like? Future at the door? Don't let no white people. <laughs> like, come on. Oh man, I, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm sure she meant something deeper in this, but it's like one of the things that come with being artists is that they're gonna have people from all types of backgrounds and and races come to your shows, like. I get it if you feel like you're selling out in a way to the white audience and and but I, no name I don't think is even at the level to where she could say something like that as far as popularity. So it's 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 it was a weird statement for me personally. What if it was deeper than that? What if she meant that she didn't, she wasn't just going to sell out? Period. Then I can then I understand that. You know what completely. I mean? Like like I I won't sign with a a white record label or you know or something like that. Yeah. And I mean, to, to add that she did say that she is creating content that's primarily consumed by white people who would rather sit, who would rather shit on her than challenge liberalism. Uh, and it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it's it's a weird thing for me, Mary. Well, I think we're um, culturally, and I don't mean like the, the culture, I mean like in America, in a strange place now where it's like, I feel like there's been a shift in the tides and now like there's so much black pride and you know like the i'm gonna root for everybody black thing is really mm-hmm. a thing which i'm down with that like all the way for sure mm-hmm. but then on the same token we are creating like a divide like mm-hmm. i feel like all these years we fought for equality and now it's more like fuck equality that's never gonna happen so now we're just gonna be all black power and then that also leaves the white people who've kind of grown up in hip-hop culture Mm-hmm. in a weird position you know what i mean yeah it's like all right now everyone's like fuck us so i don't know i mean I, i'm i'm want like picking myself out of this and kind of watching it as a spectator that's neutral i do feel like i could see how white people can feel away because it's like wait you know what i mean like we we're we grew up in this with you and now it's like you don't want us to be a part of it anymore yeah i, don't know. So I think i think it's a confusion in the culture in general like you can't like it, one side is going to say don't act the way uh they were acting towards you like we've right. been fighting for their respect for so long why would you end up acting like them and then there's the like you said the, the super pro stay woke this and that you know what i mean so it's just a confusion amongst the culture in general Absolutely, I agree with that. I think I'm just a little curious if it if if it differs based on like where you are in the country, right? Because mm. and not to take us off course, which I often do, so sorry y'all. But one thing I think I pointed out to you guys before when we've talked about like insecure, right? To me, and I've never lived in LA and only visited for like a week, so you don't really get the real feel. To me, insecure makes 
LA seem like this magical place where black people are like superior to white people. And I can tell you we're in New York, we ain't there yet. Like if you still very much feel like you're on the back of the bus <laughs> in certain places. So well, we're definitely not superior, but we are very balanced with it. Okay. Because everybody out here is on the same wave. Like it's more of a relaxed vibe. And you, you nobody out here is being called boy or, outside, or being called out their name because <laughs> the gang culture. We'll slap the shit out of you. <laughs> but at the same time, the way the way Southern California is is just I mean, it's just laid back. You know what I mean? Like so yeah, yeah. It, it's very um overall, if I had to describe California in general, it's a very hippie-ish type of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, vibe. And you're right. So it's just different amongst the cultures in different cities and states. What where if you where, where if you, you go to the age. south, if you go to the south, you know, we already know what that is. Right. Yeah. Even though they told them to take those flags down, that doesn't mean that they're not in their closet. Right. True. True. I mean, yeah, it's it's it, it's a lot of different places you can take it, but I mean, I, I don't I don't know how to feel about the statement. I, I I wish you would talk more um about it and if that's the way if that's the route that she's going uh in a more positive way with it, then she then I feel like she should explain that more. But maybe she has and I just missed it. So well we all missed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well the last time before we go into our first break, and I put this one last because I feel like I Feel like we may all get fired up about this one. Mm-hmm. I know Baylor probably will. Uh so Wack 100 says that Nippy Hustle, Nipsey Hustle was not a legend. And who the fuck is he? Ex- is he a legend? Who is yeah. he? Is he the legend police? Doesn't he manage <laughs> like blue face? Yeah, exactly. He's Blueface's manager of all people. And then he had the nerve to say, like, the man died with with a million followers, no radio hits, no platinum hits, no world tours. Like, really? Yeah, he needs to go sit down. Like, have a seat. Baylor. Man, look, um, they've been asking me about this dude for the past week or so. I've uh, been on different platforms. I, you know, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I call him the, the Suge 2.0. Um, he just, I don't know. He's trying to undo what Nip was trying to fix. And that was basically uh, unity. You know, there was a lot of unity amongst inner city gangs that we thought would never be seen on the same street together. Like, literally, the history between these gangs is so deep to where Cass wasn't trying to hear none of that peace treaty until Nip came along and and strategically started signing certain cats and bringing people together. Now, all of a sudden, this cat comes out of nowhere, signs one of the worst artists I've ever heard of. We don't, as a matter of fact, on a serious note, we do not allow him in in my car at all. We play no blue face in my car. My son early on was trying to play him before basketball games. We don't allow that in my car, in my house at all. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's ugly, man. It's an ugly situation. Um, a lot of people have been asking why having a lot of West Coast legends stepped up and said anything where Snoop Dogg did say something, but it's one of those things where, uh, you know, I don't know. Man. I don't know. I don't, I don't really like talking about this. Get- my, my thing is, is, hey, yeah, who the fuck is Whack 100 to say anything? But my thing too is like, Everything he said was quoting numbers, and we're forgetting the cultural impact. And that's the thing, like, you can't... The, okay, if you want to argue that his numbers don't make him a legend, I'm not even going to go there. But when you look at what he did for his community, what he did for the city, and, and just what he did for the culture overall, like, Nipsey Hussle is somebody who people can look up to. That's not going to go away by him being dead or whatever. So for that impact alone, he is absolutely a legend. So to say that 
it takes away from that. And that's part of the problem that I have with a lot of people when it comes to music conversation. Everything is not fucking about numbers. Let's put that that argument to rest. Everything can't be judged by numbers. And in a in one of the things we're going to talk about later with albums of the decade, that's something that I'm going to point out too. Everything is not about numbers. Yes, that is the one thing, the easiest thing to look at and point to if you want to ma- if you want to look at success or look at impact. But it's not always. Sometimes it's, it's in between it. You can't always judge it by that. Uh, not at all, because the first the first person that pops up in my head who I have always respected and fought for, whether it was in the number one, number two, and number three spot, because there's always going to be four names that they shuffle as far as the best hip hop artists of all time. To me, it's always going to be a pop. There's always going to be a big. There's always going to be a J, and there's going to be a nine. And when I when you talk about all four of those and who had the least amount of project, that's going to be big, right? Yeah. Yet and still. New York is stand up with the quickness. Not even just the, the 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 state of New York. The whole damn East Coast will probably stand up and say, "Yo, I got big as my number one artist of all time." Yeah. With only two projects, you know, nothing before that, or or and, and nothing after that. Um, and we understand why. It's not, I don't care how many albums Big has sold. I don't even care how many shelters this man has opened. But the fact that when he passed away, they threw up them goddamn murals. He got it. We already know when his birthday comes. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and we knew the impact he had on the game. That's the legend. If cats cried after Big died, if cats cried after Pac died, cats cried after Nip died, legend. That's a great way to look at it. I, I got nothing else to follow it up. Mary, you? No, me neither. I right. feel like that dude really needs to go somewhere else because it's like, <laughs> where are his credentials? Like, you're, who are you? Are you managing a legend? Just like, <laughs> yeah. So, Fucking the manager of Blueface can't talk to me about legends and music. Period. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. All right, we're gonna get into our first break. When we come back after this, we're gonna be talking about some new music. We'll be right back. See you guys there. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy T I M K I N Z, the number three, aka Go Go Power Ranger. Yeah, this the Black Ranger. It's me, aka Mister Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. In <laughs> bed. I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy K Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. <laughs> And that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. All right, people. So we are back to talk some new music. And the first one that we got on the docket is Fabulous with Summertime Shootout. What is it, three? I don't have very much positive to say about this album, so I'm going to take this one first. I don't know when Fab turned into Key Sweat, but we need this shit to stop immediately. It needs to fucking <laughs> stop immediately. He like, didn't do a better I, job than Tory Lane. <laughs> <laughs> that, this, that's what it, it was a better project than Tory Lane's to be. What? No, man. No, this, this is probably the most disappointed I've been, like, as far as, like, hyped to hear something in a minute, because I was... Like, we, you've been hyping Fab in your top, what, five of all time and, and shit, so I've been looking forward to this album. This shit was not good, man. I think maybe I maybe I like two tracks out of it, but I'll let y'all take it away. No, I, I feel you on it. It's not, it's not what I expected either. It's not. And I took away a few tracks as well, maybe more than two, but no, overall, uh, it, it's not what I expect, you know what I mean? Um, 
but at the same time, I can see him catering to the younger audience as well. That's the number one thing that Fab has always done is he's adapted to his environment. And right now, the climate is these young cats. And he knows how to stay in the in the midst of these young um, these young artists. Um, yeah, so I get it. I get it. I can't really defend him on this one. I can't. It was better than that what, Davey, what? though. All right, that's two for three so far. Mary, you defending Fab with this project. Um. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it definitely wasn't what I expected either. The joint with Roddy Ricch, I think it's called Time. That one was all right. Um, I think I could see that being the single of the album, you know, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, you know what? I think it's time for him to stop. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, all right. Were we going to talk about what just happened with him and Ziggy and Casanova? Yo. Let's, let's, talk, let's talk about it. Go ahead. All right. So, first of all, I have to say that Jiggy's my dude, right? Like, I've, I've worked with him extensively. I've hired him as an influencer um, in past lives. And and this was before the whole, you know, Kiki blew up, you know? So, this was when he was at a different place in his career. Um, and I feel like Fab and Casanova couldn't have looked more out of touch, out of date, watched, old, whatever you want to call it, by not understanding that <laughs> being an influencer is a job now, and that's how people make money. Yeah. And you're mm -hmm. asking them to, basically, that's promotional services. Yep. And you're asking them to, like, you're expecting him to just hop around for free for you? Like, I don't know. I, I was kind of blown away by that. And I felt like, I mean, obviously, this is going to give them some prep, well, give Fab some press for his new, you know, his new project. But I feel like it's kind of the worst. All the chatter that I've been seeing on Twitter, people didn't even know who um, who Fab was, like the youngsters. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds so old to say that. But they were literally like, who are those two old guys fighting with Shiggy? Mm. <laughs> like, this, this fight is probably putting his project a little bit on the map with the Generation Zers, if you will. Yeah, so, right. I don't know. That, that was wild and crazy to me. But whatever. <laughs> I'm glad Shiggy stuck up for himself. Like I'm, and I'm glad that they're getting the backlash that they are getting on it on social media because, like you said, like you're basically asking someone to do what is their job for free, right? And so, like I'm, like it's it's ridiculous. And like you said, that Fab being out of touch, I guess it kind of makes sense. Like Fab is, oh, I don't know how old Casanova is or not, but yeah, I mean, it 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 just it left a bad taste in the mouth. I guess is the best way to sum it up. Yeah, I feel like if it is. Like, cause I can kind of see how, you know, he could try to stir up something for, you know, to put attention towards his album. If that's the case, then I, but don't try to take advantage of the youngster though. Don't yeah. do that. Just because other type of videos that he makes, uh, he may come off, his demeanor may come off a certain way, but he's built a brand with his comedic side. Don't do that to him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because, like, I, I get it. I get it. Before that, he was probably, you know, he was out there grinding. He got an opportunity from Drake, and it took off. Since then, like, his bar is set. You know what I'm saying? I understand that y'all hometowners and y'all brothers and cousins and stuff like that. But, no, you still got to respect his craft and the brand that he built. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that that, that was well, if it is If it is true, that's foul. And let's be real, too, right? This influencer shit, it's, like, less than 15 minutes of fame. Honestly, yeah. you don't really know when this your shit's going to be over and then you're not making any money anymore. Right. And where do you, like, it's still the wild, wild west with that, right? Where do you really go from there as a career, right? Like, yeah. once you're cold in the streets or in Instagram, mm -hmm. <laughs> Instagram streets, 
then that's it for you. So you kind of have to make sure you're getting paid from every opportunity because you don't know when the next one will be. So that's true. Not not only that though, watch this what you just said though. So like you said, it could be less than 15 minutes, right? Just because you feel like you're giving him an opportunity to continue to to build his platform, he's also helping your platform. Yeah. So don't don't get it twisted. Just because he, you probably can go ahead, you got a name already. Mm. Shiggy is still building his name, but at the same time, he's one of the hottest cats right now. Yeah. So you got to respect what he's doing because he's probably helping your brand, depending on who you are. He's probably helping you more than you helping him. That's a fact. For sure. That's a fact. All right. Anything left on Fab before we move on? <laughs> You gotta make a comeback, Fat. <laughs> you gotta, yeah. You, you got. You I need you to bounce some back shit. with something with something hotter than this, cause this shit is not good, man. Not His good at all. His features are still good, though. His oh features yeah. Are good. So just yeah. stick to that. Like, <laughs> yeah, just features and just make keep making albums with Jada Kiss. Like that's all we need you to do. I mean, this was like a lemonade, like a male lemonade. <laughs> well. <laughs> It was. It was basically him apologizing. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's you know been posting I mean? his baby mama a lot more. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what that means. <laughs> when you apologizing a lot. <laughs> you make a whole mixtape about her? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Oh, we've all been in the doghouse, man. But uh, moving on from that. Uh, next thing that we're going to be talking about is the debut album from Griselda uh, on Shady Records. And my first impressions of this are they got this right where they got Slaughterhouse wrong. I feel like this this is making up for messing up what Slaughterhouse's whole momentum. Like they let Griselda be Griselda on this album. No looking for commercial hits, not a bunch of Eminem throughout the album. It's like it, they just made it. Let them be them and do their thing. At least that's how I felt from it. It, it didn't feel like anything different than what they have when they, as they were building their name. And I feel like this out this it's funny because Slaughterhouse had to fail so that they can get Griselda right. That's what I'm saying as far as like Shady Records handling it from a business standpoint. What do you guys think? Well, purposely, purposely, I did not listen to it because I knew that you would come with a take that would make me go listen to it in a different <laughs> way. So, OK, because because prior I, I'm not going to lie to you. Prior to you putting that on the on the list, I didn't know. You know what okay. I'm saying? I have no knowledge of. So with me going into it, I'll just be listening to it from the outside, like, all right, whatever. But the, how you just broke it down, now I could break it down between them and Slaughterhouse. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm a huge yeah. Slaughterhouse fan. Yeah. I haven't gotten there yet either, honestly. Okay. But what Baylor just said is very true. Now I wasn't even going into it thinking that. <laughs> so now we're gonna be listening for that. Yep. For those similarities. I'm I'm gonna be on it tonight. Sober and the other thing. Oh, fair enough. Well, we'll talk about it next week. We'll come back to it. I'll save some of my other thoughts for it. We we can all talk about it. We'll move into the next one. Reason, flick it up. Okay. So this one, go ahead. I'll go last on this. Um, I. I didn't feel any way about it. I I felt like I need to see the video for it. Video does add add a perspective to it. I will say. Yeah, that. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I got to see the video. Just hearing the track in my car, I just it didn't it didn't do nothing for me. But man, when I heard Absol though, yeah. I was like, finally. I don't know. They they pulled him out of his cave, his meditation cave, and was like, we fi- we fi- we need you on this track. Like I feel like he was sitting in there in a Jedi robe with a with a hood over his face. And just smoking like his life away. Like I felt like that that's what he where he spends Yo, his time at. He Abso is literally the opposite of Clout Chase. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. 
Like you, you literally have to go like in his room and like dust him off and say, "Come on, come outside." <laughs> Absolutely, is very underrated. Probably one of the most underrated artists of all time. He plays around with people too much. Like, okay. To me, did you get a chance to listen to it? No, I've oh. been under a rock. <laughs> I've been into turkey, y'all. Like I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I have not been <laughs> doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh so my here's my opinion on it is that reason's debut album on tde which he actually finished before he signed to tde they just re-released it i looked at it as like he has a lot of potential like i i see why he signed to tde he fits in with the crew he has he has he can rap his ass off like rapping isn't his thing this just felt like it was it's forced to be a commercial hit where i don't think they needed to do that with reason secondly this is a summer track why the fuck is it out in the winter nobody's nobody's listening to shit like this right now like i feel like it was just a complete just it's just the opposite everything is the opposite of what needed to be now the chorus is is i feel like it's forced i feel like it's forced to be a club hit what he's rapping about all right it's pretty decent but i don't know just the way that this track was put together it just felt super forced i'm I'm always going to be happy to see abso actually think abso is probably one of the most versatile rappers in the game right now when he actually is focused on his craft but uh i don't know this track just this it just seems forced to me that's exactly what I mean by the video. Like, I got to see the video because the video is only going to make it make sense. You just said it's a summer track that's in the winter. You know what I mean? And it's, it does seem forced, though. It seemed like they was trying to put it out, but they couldn't put it out. And then they finally released it in December. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. It's, at, but he is dope. So it's just uh, try again. That's all yeah. I, say. I mean, I feel like I I I don't know if they if they're going to be dropping an album anytime soon. I, I don't know if they do. Hopefully, they come back to the drawing board with a better single than this one because it's just I, and you know that's just my perspective. I'm an old dude, I guess nowadays. So maybe the youngsters are loving it, but as of right now, it seems it seems really forced. It's almost like we gotta force Abso to get in the damn booth and like lock him in there yeah. for us to get something. Yeah, he didn't even give a full sixteen on this track. I feel like if he only rapped like ten bars at the most. And I, and honestly, I was just I didn't really give it that. I mean, I listened to it twice, but twice, you know, two times in a row. I was just trying to hurry up and get to Abso first. Yeah. <sighs> well, I mean, we'll see. I, I I still have think of bright futures ahead for a reason, but I guess we'll see. So next week. We'll be uh, doing a full review on the Griselda album. We're going to get into our, our last break, and when we come back after this, we're going to piss y'all off. We'll see you guys right after this break. Yo, this is your boy Franco. And this is your boy Ray D, a.k.a. The Pie God. And we are the host of Dad's, Dad's Talking, Talking Shit, Shit Podcast. Like, we are going to say Dad's Talking Shit Podcast? Let's just say Dad's Talking Shit. You right. You know it's a podcast. You right. We're a podcast that talks about everything and anything. Anything from pop culture to politics to social justice to sports, our children, livelihood. It is this podcast is definitely not for solely dads. No, it's for women as well. We got a lot of mom dads out here, anyways. Mothers taking the place of fathers. So I was gonna say, wait, mom dads. It doesn't make yeah, sense. It does. Mom dads. Pretty much this podcast for anybody and everybody. So you can check us out all major streaming platforms: iTunes, Speaker, iHeartRadio. You can also follow us on all social media platforms: Instagram. I didn't even say dads talking shit. With dads talking shit. Instagram. Dad's talking shit. Facebook. Dad's talking shit. Twitter. Dad's talking shit. And it's our Gmail. Yeah, you can't Gmail us. All right, y'all. Tune in. Salute. Salute. All right. So a couple of weeks ago at this point, uh, Rolling Stone named their albums of the decade. So we're going to do that here. We're each going to give our top three albums of the decade. We're also going to do music videos and underrated artists of the decade. 
Who wants to take this one first with the albums of the decade? <laughs> no. I mean, I, I mean, I can get mine out of the way. All right, go ahead. I think because I probably said mine already. It's it's a, a hat trick all West Coast. I had Nip, K Dot, and Scoop. Which Victor school? Three, uh, Crash. Okay. Okay. I really, I could because I went. I, this is how I did it by the amount of tracks that I can listen to, mm. and you know, Crash is probably the shortest album out of all of them. I also had Neo up there, Good Man, but he got like 20 tracks and I only liked like five of them. That was, that's probably one of the best R&B albums of, of in a while too. Yes, and those other 15 tracks are not bad. It's just that those other five tracks I play on repeat. Okay. Um, but Victory Lap, I can listen to it all the way through. The Pimple Butterfly, all the way through. Crash, all the way through. All right, I'm, cool. sorry. I'm, I'm sorry they all had to be from the city, but that's how it lined up. Then we're limited to three. Yeah, I mean you can you can give a run up if you want to. You too, Bailey, if you guys oh, want that, to be full. That'd be my Neo one. That'd be Neo. Okay. I'm really bad at things like this, guys. I go to Starbucks <laughs> and I have trouble picking <laughs> what choosing between things. But I definitely I'll say this. I definitely think I can car in Victory Lap and Pimper Butterfly. That would okay. probably definitely be in my top three. I don't know, I'm gonna go lemonade. That's fair. Okay. That's okay. fair. I'm gonna go lemonade with that. And now I feel like a traitor to my city because because they they deserve to be there, kind of. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Um well, maybe four four four. There you go. Mention. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I guess it's my turn. So Mine are, this is surprising because this is all over as far as genre-wise. The Pimp Butterfly, Adele 21, okay. and, Sam, and Sam Smith, Art of the Thrill. Oh, wow. the thrill of it all. Okay. Wow. Top three of I was thinking Sam Smith. Yeah. yeah. I, that Sam Smith, I remember the day that came out. Like, I was listening to it on repeat, repeat, repeat. Um, And then my runner-up is Daytona, Pusha T. Oh, okay. my bad, Pusha. I'm sorry. I know. Yo, I'm sorry. Yeah. And since yeah. we're throwing wild cards in, I think both Bruno Mars albums should be mentioned. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yo, I'm so sorry, Push. <laughs> Push gonna get a lot of love later though. But uh all right, I guess that's it. We're gonna move on to the music videos of the year. I don't have five, I'm not even gonna lie. I got three because I don't really watch music videos, so I got three. I mean, do it, they even make them? That's <laughs> well, I, I got mean, like, I where I got like go? thirty. Yeah, I, I just threw out five. I got like I got a solid thirty. Okay. From the decade. Oh, it's the decade. Decade. Oh shit! I ain't got none. <laughs> <laughs> it's the oh, decade. You know what? Right. Just, just to save myself, right. I'm gonna throw the baby out there. That was a dope ass video. Yeah. Yeah, mine, that mine, was dope. mine are uh, Kendrick Lamar, Be Humble. Oh, okay, that was dope. Okay. Yep. Childish Gambino, This Is America. Yeah, I, that would have been on my list. Okay. Party B. What? Cardi B. Yeah, Cardi B. Which one? Money. Money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Money. I see what you did there. And then, <laughs> and then yeah, Bop. Yeah. What was the last one? Bop by the baby. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, well. What about the entire visual experience of Lemonade? Hello. I can't watch a single visual from that album. I'm just. If you have not experienced the album, if you have not watched the visual shit that goes with it, you have not experienced Lemonade. And see, that was when I when that came out. That's when I was at my height of I'm not watching none of these music videos. So like I knew that it shared a visual like throughout the whole album, but I didn't check out a single one. No, you must. Like okay. honestly, you have to do that for me because because I think you'll look at the whole shit differently. Honestly, it's it's amazing. amazing. Really? Yes. Out between between now and the next recording, and then I'll I'll give my impressions of it next week. Please, now I'm very curious. Um, <laughs> okay, 
So there's that, right? We went through that. <laughs> Man, y'all had me rack my damn brain up. And I wrote all these fucking 90s videos. <laughs> oh, well, wait. I got a dope-ass video. And okay. you'll appreciate this, Baylor. Double up. Oh. Hey, don't make me... Don't 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 play with my emotions, Barry. Okay. <laughs> I man, I I I know. On the serious note, I still can't listen to that song all the way through. I know. It's an eerie song. I know. Yeah, I know. But the video was dope, and it yeah. really was a little love show. I love how he featured Lauren and all of his shit. Like it was yeah. great. So yeah. All right. I'm we sure more, but we can't get him. <laughs> Most up. underrated artists of the decade. I got Jack Harlow and Haley Smalls. Okay, okay. Knowing you, I know exactly why you picked those two, so. Underrated. You trying to say I like white people? <laughs> that was the last thing on my mind, but. I'm Jack not Har- it really took you like a minute, though, to come up with. <laughs> yo, Jack, yo, Jack Harlow is dope, man. That's a dope white boy right there, man. <laughs> oh, man. I'll go with my Mary if you still need time to think. Yeah, go ahead. It was easy. It came to mind really fast. Pusha T went solo 2011. Over that time, he's delivered some of the most consistently good albums. He he delivered two of the best diss tracks of this generation with Exodus and with uh Story of Adidon. Exodus was so vicious. Oh, Jesus. Like Lil Wayne has never been the same since. Um and he's he's established himself he and it's always hard for someone to establish himself as solo artist after having a group that was as loved as what the clips were. But Push has really made a lane for himself. Yeah, he hasn't had the 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 commercial success of of his peers at all. But when if I feel like Push is that rapper that if you ask any other rapper who they respect, it'd be him. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's why I picked him as an underrated artist. The second uh, runner up for me was Royce Five Nine because I just feel like Royce's could be one of the most underrated artists ever. Period, in my opinion, and I feel like. Yeah, he kind of fucked over his career early on by being a hothead, and that's why he's never been able to recover from that. But those two, I think, stand out as underrated artists for me. Mm, Okay. So I'm going to go really oddly to an odd place, but it's someone who I was thinking of earlier, and I was kind of like, yo, he was really dope, and what the frick happened to him? And I guess I'm just a traitor to my host this this week, this episode, but Kyle. I really like Kyle, and I feel like Oh, wow. Like, where did he go? He's acting now. I think that's that's his lane. Like, how I said before, but, like... But what was the last thing he was in? That was, like, a year ago. The little was, that a, was that a year ago? I feel like it was... Yeah. Damn. Okay, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's going to be gone for a minute. He's going to pop back up and just have, like, a classic album. Because he can rap. I, I really like him. And yeah. I, I was, like, very excited for his career. And it seems like it sort of i don't know where it went so yeah that's where i'm going okay. like uh baylor just asking like I, I he's from he's from la too so like what's what's kyle's respect like out there because he's only 26 years old nobody brings him up oh, damn <laughs> i mean not like that is i rest my case <laughs> i mean it's just <laughs> like you said like where did he go and once you and once you disappear especially in the big cities is once you disappear you just heard mary say about the whole 15 minutes it mm-hmm. could go like that yeah that's why i feel like some of these cats be doing some of these gimmicks and some of this clout chasing because they try to stay relevant they're just doing it the wrong way yeah but like, you know he, a little yachty too he got into that, he got he got into that film business i think once you get into the like Everybody's going a ludicrous route. Once you start getting that that TV money, is it's different. Them checks is different. But yeah. then it doesn't work for everybody. Right? That's true. Like, although I did feel like Kyle showed some promise there too. But then I don't know. I think one thing that hurt Kyle is that he just like 
he just looks like that kid in school that you just wanted to punch. Like, for, like <laughs> I can't with you. Like, but it was just like, look, if you say one. I'm just gonna punch you. Like that's what Kyle Kyle just has that punchable face. Well, I'm, well, I'm a girl, so I guess that's not the sentiment that I see. Um, he looks like the nerdy kid that I would have wanted to be friends with. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Same but thing. Make fun of everybody with him. Same thing. <laughs> he's he's, he's, def- he's definitely on the Disney Channel. There you go. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for our best of the decade. We're getting to our last topic for the day, and that is. Round two of the best live performer brackets. Here we go with this bullshit right <laughs> here. Let's go. Let's go. So we have our next our next four matchups. The first one, Freddie Mercury versus Travis Scott. Freddie Mercury. Come on. Yeah, man, come on now. H-Town. I'm with you, baby. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. So you're really voting for Travis Scott. I'm really... I, Travis Scott, you, you are really, all right with me. You should log off right now because... You think Travis Scott is a better yeah, life performer? Come on, man. You trolling, bro. You got to look, look, we got to have... This is how the NCAA works. Somebody got to be upset here. So It's not going to be Freddie Mercury. It's no. not going to be him. What was the other one? Um, <laughs> was, was it Jay-Z and Beyonce? Yeah, that was the, that was the very first matchup. Oh my God! Oh wait, no, that's next week. That's uh, no, wait. No, no, she. I don't remember voting. It would have been, but Jay Z lost. It would have been Jay Z. So it's it's her. It's her against Riri, right? Yep. Okay, we really. That's next week. Yep. That's oh no, that's we got a while to get to that one. Okay, okay. Because I know I'm pissing people off on this one. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Freddie Mercury, easy win there. Next one, Bruno Mars versus MC Hammer. Fucking, I'm gonna go first here. MC Hammer. I'm letting y'all know right now. If it's up to me, MC Hammer is damn near going to the finals in this one, baby. MC Hammer is one of the best live, and we're not talking about the quality of his music, but how can you deny? Like, that too legit performance is still up there as one of the all-time greats, in my opinion. MC Hammer over Bruno Mars as a live performer. <laughs> Looks like Bruno won't be advancing. <laughs> no, I, I vote Bruno. Oh, that's recency recency bias. There's no way I feel like if if you put MC in his prime and Bruno Mars in his prime, that you would pick Bruno Mars over MC Hammer. I still would, yes. Bruno Mars is a true performer. MC, what did he do? Just dance around with his little hammer pants? No. He is the master of the parachute. He is the master of the parachute pants. He had his own cartoon. I think he had his own cereal. I might be making that up, but I feel like yeah, I had his cereal. I see that. Cereal. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, let's move into the next one. Missy Elliott versus Jill Scott. Oh, oh my God. Why oh did you do my. this to us? Why did you do this? Nah, this is a cold one right here. Yeah, this is not easy. And the, the thing that I like about this is that, you know, honestly, if you would have, like, did these rankings by how good they are, like, the first round would have been easy. So, like, some of these matchups, I, I like the way that they fail because it makes it not easy in the first round. It makes the first round in- interesting. But listen. Missy Elliott over Jill Scott for me. It's, I'll put that. But on. you know what? That's not fair because Missy Elliott has a better supporting cast. She always right. gonna have. She always gonna have Damn. that key person or two that's dancing on the side or in the background. And let's be honest, we're looking to Jill Scott for some sexual things and, to and take jazzy it. things like yeah. her, her voice is like an instrument. Honestly, that's true. That is true. Let's go and Missy. I got Missy. Seen I've seen them. I've seen Jill Scott live several times, and I mean, it was like blowing away. I've never seen Missy live though, so I can't really compare. So you're picking Jill? Oh, I 
Shoot, period. Like that's just that was, that was, and the finger wave. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Let's bring those back. But uh <laughs> our last yeah. one, our last one for this week. This is our first completely non-hip hop or R and B. Like this is all rock. Bruce Springsteen versus the Stones. I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hate hey, you, bro. Look, if you. <laughs> I gotta give it to the Stones. I gotta give it to the Stones, but for their fan base, I'm sorry for how we just disrespected y'all right now. I know. That was the longest silence in the, <laughs> the Braves radio history right there. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I have to give it to the Stones because, <laughs> like, too. Bruce Springsteen in his black t-shirt and jeans, like, it's just... Yeah. Although, uh, Bruce, Bruce comes close only because of his rendition of Santa Claus coming to town. That is a classic. That is That's a classic. a classic, but Might yeah. will be the only version of that song at all, and I'll be fine with it. Right. <laughs> but but the Stones do win as the overall performance. Alright, well that's it. So ne- Well, not next week, but we got moving on, so it's going to be Freddie Mercury versus MC Hammer and Missy Elliott versus the Rolling Stones. Uh, but next week, though, we'll be, do- we'll be doing Michael Jackson versus Elton John, Janet Jackson versus Kanye West, Jimi Hendrix versus ACDC, and Lady Gaga versus DMX, which is the weirdest fucking matchup that we have on this list. Oh, DMX. <laughs> don't, don't, hey, don't play around in the fourth quarter. Her ass will get <laughs> Lady Gaga will get that ass, and keep playing around. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to get to work. I'm going to be, I'm a dog, you two. Nice. <laughs> I am, man. Well, that is it. That has been another episode of the Breaks Radio. Go ahead and give the people your social media and tell them where they can find you so we can get the fuck out of here. Mary, it's your turn. <laughs> I'm at Miss Mary Almonte across everything. There you go. Baylor? At Baylor Great on all social media platforms. Um, I ain't got nothing else. I'm not going to mess with y'all this week. I'm I know. Good. I'm, I'm good. About it too. I was going to try to sing it like Jill Scott used to do her little Dilly from Philly thing, but then I was like, I don't want <laughs> us to lose all our fans. <laughs> you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. This has been another episode. And please, please, people, let's, let me not see as much as your cheeks as I do of Lizzo's. And we're out for this week. Peace. <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Way, pick it up. Way, pick it up. Way. Pick it up, way, way. Pick it up, pick it up. I don't want all they dinner. Got new bitch, ain't thinking enough. New new wick, I flick it up, flick it up, flick it up. Nigga blow sick, ain't sick enough. Wait. Got new bitch, ain't thinking enough. Till I drop down, then pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. They can't way, way up now. Hoes got six like touchdown. Get hit like diamonds, bust down. I bust down, I bust down. Caught niggas stealing my stuff now. I can see me and a lot of these niggas. Shit start feel like us now, way. Niggas so focused, head on straight. No new friends, nigga dead on way. Hoes on Ray Charles, treated like baseball, knock it out. 
the park that I slid on safe. Now that I parked and slid on home. Reason no fight, can't do no wrong. These niggas gossip. I just want profit, came from bottom. I just want lobster, need my mama. Up in the bins, no stress, no problem. Nigga talk shit, no comment. Niggas ain't really did half the shit to rap out, nigga. You ain't never caught no bodies. You ain't never sold no drugs, nigga. You ain't never popped no molly. You ain't never wait. If I really, really said everything niggas ain't did, I be ancient. You niggas ain't shit. Came from the basement, glowed up, smoking on steak shit. Roll up, niggas got capes on. Hold up, stop saving hoes that don't wanna be saved. Coming up as a kid, I was trying to be Jay, I was trying to be Yeah, I was trying to be Wayne. Now kids say they're trying to be reason. Feel good, niggas still can't believe it. So when I'm at shows, I flick it up. I don't want hard, ain't did enough. Got new bitch, ain't thick enough. New new wick, I flick it up. Flick it up, flick it up. Nigga blow sick, ain't sick enough. Got new bitch, ain't thick enough. Till I drop down, then pick it up. Pick it up, pick it up. Nigga who? Solo. Nigga what? Your jaw just dropped my pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. I got at least infinity flows. Abstract, asshole, absolute infinity stone. Endgame for my enemies.